Aloha, folks. Before we get into today's episode, I did want to mention that we had a slight malfunction with our primary audio. And so this episode is going to sound a lot different than the previous episodes, and it is probably not what you are used to. It is definitely not the quality that we normally put out because we are on our backup audio. When we found the mistake, we thought about scrapping the whole episode and just throwing it out. But there is a lot of good information in here that I think you're going to get a lot of value out of. So we're keeping it. Just know that the audio isn't up to our usual standards and we will get back to the nice, clean, fresh audio that you're hearing right now in next week's episode. And I apologize for this and I am going to do better next time. Enjoy the show. Chris Ola, I've talked about him before, but according to Oxford, 80,000 hours, you can look this up, the leading AI machine learning expert in the world right now is a Teal fellow named Chris Ola, who does not have a college degree. He is 100% degree free. He is the cutting edge of this technology. He is completely degree free. There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free, where we teach you how to get hired without a college degree. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. It is great to have you back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. Ryan and I are stoked to have you with us in the studio, as always. Excellent. Excellent. We have a few things to go over today, so let's just jump right into it. Okay. A few weeks ago, I was on a live webinar panel with Anthony Pompliano, and we were talking to a group of people about how to get a job in Bitcoin and crypto. Now, here's the thing. There are, were a wide range of people on this particular webinar. They were all looking to get a job. They're all looking to either get a job or change jobs. Like if they already have a job, they're looking to retool and get into a different job. And one thing that continues to come up, I've been guest coaching their crypto academy for a few different cohorts now. And one thing that always comes up in the cohorts and came up in this webinar again is about certifications. And I would like to talk about it because this happens and continually people are fixated on this one thing and I think we need to address it. Now these people can have 20 years of IT experience, 20 years of executive experience, it doesn't matter. They all get hung up and fixated on the certifications and it's something that I feel like we really need to talk about because so many of them are wasting time and wasting money on no-name certifications that nobody cares about. They are vanity certifications that have no currency in the industry that are not applicable and they think that they need them in order to get work when really what they need to do is they need to fix their poor resumes they are not going to make it through ATS and they need to just apply to a bunch of jobs. If you haven't already done this, if you are looking for a job, especially if you're looking to get into a technical industry that you're not in now and you think you need all these certifications and you're looking through the internet and you're not sure how to proof like, hey, you know, what company is this? Is this certification worth anything? Does anyone want this? Don't find certifications that way. One, don't go to the certifying body and then say, oh, look, a Bitcoin certification. Someone's going to care about this. No, probably not. You need to be looking at the actual jobs that people 
have posted and seeing if there is anyone that is mentioning these certifications. If there are not, you have no business getting them. You don't need them. You shouldn't be wasting time, burning energy, getting these things. And so what people really need to do at the core of it is they need to make sure that their resume, this is like resume 101 people, one page resume, 12 point Arial or Times New Roman font. You need to make sure that all of your experience is three to five bullet points. In the bullet points, they need to be numbers and statistics about results you have gotten at past jobs. That's why no one's going to hire you. It's not because you don't have some random Bitcoin certification that no one cares about. And I'm going to keep saying this until I'm blue in the face. Like you can go and get context for the industry. You do not need to be certified. There is no standard certification for cryptocurrency or for Bitcoin. It doesn't exist. All of the things that they need you to know how to do to work at one of these fintech, crypto, Bitcoin companies is use existing tools, existing coding languages, existing methodologies, because that's what they're going to use to build these new tools. Anyone who's interested in that industry really needs to hear that because your no-name certifications are not going to get you anything. The only time getting a certification makes sense is if there is a name brand tool that is being used by a company and they say they require it. Sometimes even then you do not need it. Sometimes even then you just need experience with that thing. But what you don't need to be doing is just running around gathering a basket of certifications that no one asked for because you're going to get disheartened when you realize that no one actually cares and they're not going to call you back over those certs. And then also you're going to spend time and money that you should be filling out your resume and sending it to a bunch of places and making sure that your existing skill set is clear and understandable to people that will want to hire you. So with the certifications, how can you tell which ones are BS and which ones aren't? Yeah. So like I said, the best way to figure that out is to look at the job listings and see if they actually ask for it. Right now, what people are doing is they're doing the same thing that they did with their college degree. And that is they went and they were like, well, I think this might be useful or required for this field. And they go get it and then come to find out nobody cares. And they wasted a ton of time, energy and money getting it. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to bring the same thing up because that is exactly what I was going to say, which is a lot of people are treating these certifications out there like college degrees. They're getting them in the same fashion in which they got their college degrees which is they're like, well, I think that I'm going to need this for this job role. And so therefore I'm going to get this. Otherwise, how is anybody going to think that I'm qualified to do this job in this industry, in this company, unless I have this certification, unless I have this degree? And I'm not throwing shade at anybody for doing this. I did this myself, like this is what I did. But now you're doing the exact same thing you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to spend that 70 grand to get another secondary degree. That was me. But then now you're like, well, what certifications can I get to validate my experience, to validate my success and to validate whether or not I can get this job? And then it's the same thing. What I say to everybody that does the how to find a job backwards, when you're done with how to find a job backwards, and for those that don't know what how to find a job backwards is, I will put links to different episodes and resources that you can use to do this how to find a job backwards, which is basically looking at the job description, 
figuring out what is actually needed for that role and then going and getting those skills and then applying to those jobs. I will put links to the show notes to grieffree.co forward slash podcast, including a podcast episode and then our seven day get higher challenge where we go over it. I think it's day four that we go over this rubric. But anyway, so you're, when people are doing this how to find a job backwards thing, they have this laundry list of things that they need to learn. They can prioritize it. They look at it. They're like, okay, perfect. I need to learn these 10 different things. And then the biggest mistake that people make, the number one mistake that people make at this point is that they go and then they get all 10 of those things without ever having applied for a job. That is exactly the opposite of what we want to do. You get one of those things. You get the one that you think is going to take the least amount of time and have the most amount of value. You go and get that. And then you start applying for jobs because if you get that job with that certification or with that skill, if you didn't get a cert, it was then enough. It was enough. Exactly. You don't have to go and get the other nine things. Getting the other nine things is just another form of procrastination that you're using to not do what you say you want, which is to get out of your situation right now. Yeah. And the people I find that usually fall prey to that are people who have already bought college degrees. And I've seen that trip people up before. I've had friends, acquaintances that I've tried to help. And I'll say, yeah, this is how you do it. Find a job backwards. And again, they'll do exactly what you said, which is they come up with this laundry list. And I can remember where at multiple points they just fell off because they're like, oh, well, I didn't get, you know, I'm still working on this. And that was like years ago, you know, and now they're still in the same job that they were in and they're still stuck because they didn't check off this arbitrary checklist that was not what I told them to do, which is go get one skill. And instead they're like, well, I have to do this, 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 and this before I can and then they never change jobs. They never get better work. And that is something that I see a lot of people, like you said, it's procrastination. It's because they don't want to actually make the leap, which is fine, you know, but for people who are actually trying to get a different job, if you really want to be effective, what you're not going to do is you're not going to buy first, look later. That doesn't make any sense. I realize this can sound kind of contradictory because for people that know my past experience, which is the first tech job that I got, I got with a Salesforce admin certification. And that was the first thing I did. But the reason that I did that was because I had no experience with the tool. Now you and I have acquaintances and friends who have gotten experience and then they just go get the job using that experience and saying, look, I can do this. I've done this. And they do well in technical interviews because they're able to showcase that they know how to do those concepts. But if you don't, that's where a certification, a technical certification will come into play. But you are not getting no name certifications. That is different because it is a brand name certification that you're getting because you have zero technical experience. It's a shoot your shot kind of thing. But going to these bodies that have no value to these companies that are hiring, like, you know, Bitcoin certification specialist.com. Nobody cares. Nobody knows what that is. If when they're reading your application, the person who's reading your application has no idea what that certification is. It means nothing to them. They weren't looking for it. They don't care. It adds nothing to their understanding of who you are as a person. And it is not something that is going to tip the balance in your favor to get you an interview. It's just not. I'm glad that you said something about the people that have degrees or the people that are falling prey to this marketing and to these certifications and really to wasting their time and energy on it, right? Which is really what we care about. Because the more time and energy that you spend getting these certifications, 
the less time and energy you are spending on actually achieving the thing that you say that you want, which is a different job, which is a different career, a career in X, a career in Y. The more that we can educate people and shorten that time from, you know, the impetus of that change to you getting in that career, you know, that the, the better for everyone. So I've been thinking myself, I agree with you wholly about the market for it which is college degreed people. It's people like I used to be. I hold the opinion that you can be degree free and hold a college degree, but I've been thinking lately, they might be different people and people that have degrees and people that don't have degrees, they face 90% of the same thing, but there is like a 10% difference in a lot of it. And so I've been thinking about making some content specifically for people that have college degrees that want to use this degree-free mindset and everything that we do. So if that interests you, you know, let me know. Go to YouTube, leave some comments. You can email us, contact at degreefree.co as well. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if that sounds good to you and maybe I'll make some more content around that. But then also what you were saying, getting a job with the experience that you have, a lot of people aren't confident to do that. When the reality of the situation is that you don't need all of those skills. Sure, does understanding the implications of the technology make you a better candidate? Probably. Do you need to understand the inner workings of all of this if you are not in a technical role? Probably not. If they are having you be in like operations and that you are doing something that's completely away from the actual functions of the product or fulfilling the service or anything like that? Does it really matter? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. They need an operations person to do exactly what you were doing in the non-crypto world and do that for the crypto world. The fact that you know everything about crypto is a cherry on top of the icing, but they still need the ice cream, the sprinkles, the nuts, and the whipped cream. Put cherries on icing? What kind of Sunday is this anyway? Yeah. Did I say icing? I said yeah. ice cream. No, you said icing. Well, I don't put icing. <laughs> it's a sugar sandwich. <laughs> I don't put icing on my Sundays. Guys, I don't know what's going on. I Brian's meant ice Sunday. cream. But yes, I have seen the exact same thing, which is, hey, I need to get a certification for this because now I want to move into this role. But like, no, you could probably get that job right now at a company that does that using your existing skills. Yeah. I see people do this fairly often and a lot of times what they just need to be told is no you're fine stop buying certifications just go apply for things and that's the biggest takeaway is stop worrying and obsessing about certifications that no one cares about that no one asked for that point leads me into what i wanted to talk about this week which is talking about change and why it takes so long to make change I have been thinking about this a lot recently because we're thinking about making some major changes to Degree Free, to this podcast, and a bunch of other things. It's having a conversation with a friend about a change that he was going through, big life change. I've been talking to other people about changes for their careers. What are they going to do? And so I was thinking, man, why does it take so long to make change? And... I think I was able to parse it down to a few things, which I wanted to talk about here. And maybe people can agree or disagree. I'd love to know. Once again, go to the YouTube comments and let me know. The number one thing that I see in people from helping them 
get different jobs and changing their work and everything. The number one thing is just purely motivation. And it's really just the why. The why are you doing it? It's the most important thing. And if you've taken the Job Change Accelerator, our course, you can go to degreefree.co for slash job change. It's the first thing that we start with, which is why. You have to be motivated enough to actually want to see the change in your life. In order to see the change, you're gonna have to make great changes and really make great sacrifices. That's, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Because whatever it is you're, you're doing now is not working, obviously, because you want change. And whatever it is, it's, if it's your career, if you're overweight, you have a bad relationship with your mother, you have a bad relationship with your wife, whatever it is, whatever you're doing right now is not working and you just need a big enough why to make you change that. So for me, I wanted to leave bartending forever. I kept going in and out of bartending. I kept saying that I would leave bartending forever, I would leave bartending forever, and then I jumped in and out of office jobs, but I never really quit bartending. It wasn't until I moved to a completely different state to do a completely different thing. I moved to North Carolina because I thought I was gonna get a mechanical engineering degree, right? I've told this story before because I didn't know what to do. Like a lot of people that are listening to this, I had a college degree. I didn't know what to do. I thought that going back to school was the only way to do it. I was living in Hawaii. I had picked up and moved all the way across the country to North Carolina because my buddy had a room there and it would only take me two years to get my mechanical engineering degree at the program that I was looking at. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go do that. But really, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But in the meantime, I moved during the summer before classes started. I needed to pay my bills. I needed to pay rent and everything like that. So I got a bartending job because it's all I knew. And then I went in Raleigh, North Carolina to this little bar that I was working at. And finally, maybe like three months into it, I was just like, nah, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm not downing that profession. Totally fine profession, noble. Just for me at the time, I've been doing it for almost 10 years, at least working in the restaurant in some capacity for 10 years. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And that was the strong enough why for me to like get off my butt and get out of the industry. And luckily I didn't go back to school and waste 70 grand to do it. You did find a way around that, which is a story for another time. But change of stuff, though, not to say something that everybody's heard before, but it is, it can be. And I think kind of like we were just talking about folks with the certifications right before this, but a lot of times you're just afraid of what taking the action to make a change is going to imply that you have to do. And it just means that there's a lot of work on the other side. And that, I think, is tough. It's tough. With all change comes sacrifice, because in order to get to where you want to be, you're gonna to have to put in work and do different things. And that means sacrificing things that you're doing now. And maybe things that you wanna do, probably things that you would rather be doing, but that's the name of the game. And that's why the why is the most important. So just having a really clear and strong why is the most important because if you don't have that, you're just gonna fall off the wagon. The second reason why I see this, and once again, this isn't myself, but also the people that we help, is analysis paralysis. There are so many options out there for everything, literally anything. One of the best things about the internet is that everyone can go and find anything in a moment's notice. But that's also a bad thing because if you're trying to accomplish a goal, you can read this blog article about it. 
read this study about it, read this study about it. And all three of those things say different things. And now you're like, I have no idea what to do. And now you're just stuck and you're just stuck analyzing. Yeah. Cause they could all be equally true. And if you implement any of them, they could all work. And so now you have to decide. Exactly. I mean, a good example that I think a lot of people have gone through, I mean, myself included, is like weight loss. Mm, yeah, getting in shape. Yeah. So you have a big enough why. You're just, well, I'm pre-diabetic. Well, I get winded when I go up the stairs or I get winded when I play with my son. I can't throw a baseball. Whatever the why is, you have that now. And then, okay, you're moving on. And then you get to the weight loss portion or like, okay, I'm willing to make the sacrifices. But then how do I get there? What are the options? I know what I have to sacrifice, or I think I know what I have to sacrifice, or I'm willing to sacrifice a lot, but I just don't know how to do it. And then so you go to the internet, right? And you go to ChatGPT oh, now. Oh man. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, how do I lose 30 pounds by the end of the year? And you just get inundated with everything. It's like, oh, ketogenic diet is the way to do it. it. Only eat meat, only eat vegetables, only eat nothing. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, oh, I got to do keto. Oh, I got to do carnivore. I got to do calories in, calories out. Then I got to make sure that I'm doing high intensity interval training. Or wait, don't do that because it hurts your metabolism and you can't. And now what do you do? Yeah, exactly. You got to walk <laughs> 17 miles, nine days a week. And you're just like, what are you talking about? Right. And I can so, tell this is really fresh for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, I have to have seven sticks of butter in my morning coffee. <laughs> Not the butter coffee. <laughs> was but, it you that yeah, showed me that TikTok? But, and it was like, <laughs> you <look> like <laughs> stick of butter in your coffee because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it was like a TikTok or a YouTube short. And there was like no words or anything, but it's guy preparing his coffee and he puts it over by the sink. And he's like, you want to know why everybody is putting butter in their coffee and all the benefits of it. And he's like stirring the butter into his coffee <laughs> and he just tips it into the sink. And he's like, cause they're all idiots. <laughs> and we're laughing folks, but we've, we've been through the carnivore keto, uh, like we cycle through it. So we're laughing in fun. But with all of this stuff, the ironic part of it is that you're doing all of this research while you're sitting on the couch, stuffing your face, watching Netflix. Doing the same thing that you were doing before. Because you're paralyzed. Yeah. I am that person. Like, I am that person. We're all that person. Literally. And so I'm not throwing shade at anybody. This is me. But when was the times that I made the most massive changes in my life? When have I gone from not being able to do something or not doing something to doing something really quickly? And every single one of those times, it was... I made a decision and then I acted upon it. I didn't think about, okay, what are the different ways to get there? And this is the argument for having what some would call a mentor, right? Somebody that has been there and done that or listening to podcasts for people that have been there and done whatever it is that you want to do. That is the argument for those types of relationships and for those types of media. Because if you just outsource your thinking about this one thing to them, you're like, okay, well, I obviously don't know how to get into shape. I'm 30 pounds overweight and I don't know what to do or I thought I knew what to do, but like, let's just throw all this out. And I'm talking about myself. 
I used to wrestle in high school, and so I'm very used to fluctuating weight. I'm very used to going up and going down. So I think for myself, I know how to lose weight. And then the next thing you know, 10 years later, 15 years later, outside of high school, I'm like 30 pounds overweight. And I'm like, well, you said that you knew how to lose weight. You said that you would do it. And then suddenly when it push comes to shove, it's like not it. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I'm on it now, but I'm starting to see progress because I chose one path. And you chucked your brain out. And I chucked my brain out. I said, I'm going to do this one thing and I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to do it every single day. And I'm just going to see if it bears me results. And it is bearing me results. The same thing happened to me. So I think back to when I took the project management professional, the PMP certification, I went from never knowing about the PMP to 21 days later getting it. And the way that I did that was chucking my brain out and looking up online, like, how did people say to get this thing? And then do exactly, what, do they exactly what they said. And then I, about like the third day into studying in, I was able to synthesize the information and come up with a better plan because a lot of these people were telling me that it's going to take like three months, six months or whatever. And I was like, I think I can do it much quicker than this. And so I made my own plan once I was a couple days into it. And then, boom, 18 days after that, I was able to sit for it and get it. And so I've noticed for myself and I've noticed for people that we've helped, I'm just trying to synthesize the people that have seen the best results, myself included, for making change. And it was always just not getting stuck in the analysis paralysis, choosing a path and then walking that path. You can always course correct along the way, which leads me to my final point on how to make change or how to do it quickly or the reason why we don't do it is wisdom. And wisdom, as I see it, is wisdom is experience and you can gain experience. Most people gain experience through doing something and then experiencing it and then learning it. The longer that I live, the more that I think true wisdom is learning from other people. And it's so cliche when you think about it, like you probably heard it a million times. I know I have heard it a million times growing up, like just learn from my mistakes. Don't do that. Just learn from my mistakes. I am not one of those people. I think that most people are not. I am not one of those people either. I don't know about most people. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I know that I'm not one of those people. If they're like, the quickest way to get there is you make a left at the light and then three streets down, you make a right and then it'll be there. And I'm just like, I clearly see on Google Maps that, that there's a quicker way. I'm going to go do that. And then I get stuck in traffic and they're like, I told you. <laughs> I told you how to get there. And I was like, you did. Yeah. You're, uh, you're right. This is true. You did. And now I know. The next time I do this at five o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, I'm going to take a left at the light and then three streets down, I'm going to take a right and it's going to be right there. Now I know that because I experienced it myself, but I have a problem with learning from other people's experiences and learning from other people's mistakes. But I'm convinced, I'm convinced that the way to make change quickest is if you are able to internalize things that you have not experienced. If you are able to find a trusted source, whatever you think to be a trusted source and whatever it is that you're doing, if it's 
finding a different career. Hopefully it's us, right? If it's finding college alternatives, it's us here at Degree Free. But if it's doing weight loss, then it's somebody else, right? If it's finances, it's somebody else. Finding a trusted source and then just listening to them and then doing it. Yeah, I think it's tough because it's still unknown. It, just because you're listening to someone else tell you what pitfalls to avoid, you still don't know. And if you are one of those people that has to know, the only way to know is to make the dumb mistake yourself. To go at five o'clock in traffic and make the wrong turns and then you know. But you save yourself a lot of time and a lot of pain if you will just listen to people who have been where you're trying to go. And when they say, hey, don't fall in that giant pit over there. And then you just step around the pit. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot agree with that more. The next thing I want to talk about is the other day I saw a TikTok creator who I really like actually, posts a lot of good content, helps people get into cybersecurity, but this creator told people with 100% certainty that they are not able to get into AI or machine learning without a college degree. This just to no end irks me because one, there are no technical fields that are off limits to degree free people. That just drives me up a wall. And two, Chris Ola, I've talked about him before, but according to Oxford, 80,000 hours, you can look this up, the leading AI machine learning expert in the world right now is a Teal fellow named Chris Ola, who does not have a college degree. He is 100% degree free. He is the cutting edge of this technology. He is completely degree free. Hey there, I hope that you're loving this episode of the Degree Free Podcast. We spend a ton of time every week creating this content for you. So my only ask is you take a quick second to leave a review or thumbs up on whatever platform you're on. It's one of the best and easiest ways that you can support this podcast. And this simple action can help bring more people into the Degree Free community. At Degree Free, we wanna help as many people as we can thrive and succeed without needing a college degree. Your review will be a step in that direction. If you could do this small favor right now, pause this and leave a review. It would truly mean the world to us. Thank you and back to the show. And so I just like to use that as an example because I've noticed that there's this weird shift with tech recently and maybe you've seen it too. I don't know if it was since COVID. I don't know when this happened, but it's been in the last few years I've noticed this. But before, people would definitively sit down and tell you, oh no, you have to have a computer science degree to work in the technical, you have to. There's no way you can get into any of this stuff without having, you know, passed go and collected your $200. Like you have to pay a college in order to play. But that's just not true. And you and I both know it because we constantly get guests on the Degree Free podcast that work for fan companies and have extremely technical jobs and a lot of them are at least partially self-taught, if not fully self-taught and degree free. And so this was just something that I wanted to point out for two reasons. One, you do not need a degree to get into any technical job in any technical field. I do not care what it is. I don't care. There is somebody in that field that has done it degree free. There just is. I guarantee it. I would bet quite a large sum of money that in every single field, you will find somebody like that too. There are so many jobs around those types of companies. So not like, like, let's not talk about devs. Let's not talk about engineers. Let's just talk about people at AI companies that are degree free because they're there. They exist. I don't know where people get this strange notion that there are just entire companies that are just siphoned off from 
everything else and that they do not also reflect the employment numbers of the U.S. where we know that 60% of people that are employed in the U.S. workforce are degree free and people just for some reason just think oh but not this company everybody at this company has a college degree that's just not how it works that's just not how the world works that's not how the workforce looks that's not how companies look even corporate companies and especially tech companies tech companies disproportionately hire people who are degree free. Like I said, in the last few years, I don't know if it's the shifting social narrative or what it is because now it's inconvenient and you can't use computer science and you can't say, oh, well, people can't get into computer science jobs without college degrees. But now all of a sudden it's, oh, well, it's tech. So it, of course, like you don't need a degree to work in tech. It's really weird though. It's just completely flipped on its head. And you'll have people that before would just die hard tell you that you have to, you have to have bought a degree in order to get into these fields. Now they'll say, oh, well, it's tech. So it doesn't matter. Nobody in those needs it, but everything else needs it. It's such a strange flip. But anyway, you don't need a degree. You don't need a college degree to work in AI. I work at an AI company. And so th that I just wanted to tell people like living, breathing proof that you do not need a college degree to work at technical companies. You do not need a college degree to work at AI companies. You do not need a college degree to work at crypto or fintech companies. You do not need a college degree to work at biohealth tech companies. You do not need a college degree to work anywhere. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. Chris Ola, you have been in contact with him before asking him to come on as a guest in the podcast. I'm gonna keep asking him until we get him. Right, exactly. I think you reached out like a year ago or something like that and he said that he couldn't. I think he was working on a matchmaking, an AI matchmaking tool. Yeah. Cool. So for all of our listeners and all of our followers, if you could go to Twitter or go to LinkedIn and find him and tag him and tell him to come on the Degree Free podcast. Talk to us. That would be great. And then we can interview him and then he could tell us all about AI. But yeah, I agree with you about the fence constantly moving because that was absolutely the case, right? They were saying, oh, you couldn't be a developer without a degree. And then now it's like, oh, well, that's a developer. You don't really need a degree to be a developer. And then it's going to be the same thing with AI. And it's the same thing with, with all beliefs, right? Because that's what it is. It's just people believing that that is true. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, you've proven that you don't need a degree to work in AI, but then that's just AI, and then they'll go on to the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. That they put a gate around. Right, exactly. That's just the nature of it. I'm glad that we talked about AI. I'm not sure if it's going to be this week or next week, but I have a few resources, like AI reports, that I've been wanting to get into, and this is a good excuse, as any, to read them and break them down. So within the next few weeks, I'm gonna be doing a breakdown of at least one of these reports. It might be two, depending on how hefty. One of these reports is like 70 pages, oh, yeah. but I'm not sure. I'll read all of them and I'll summarize it here for everybody. But I'm not sure how much information is gonna be in 70 pages, but I'll, I'll read it and synthesize whatever information. So that was a good tease. Definitely subscribe. Make sure that you're subscribed for that. And I will talk about on that episode what those reports say and how it looks in the career space. Because 
I know people were talking about like Web3 this and Web3 that. It's going to be the future. See, you're going to get these monkeys and then they're going to dance and these monkeys are going to have kids and then these kids are going to be worth millions of dollars and you will be able to retire. Just buy this NFT for 25 grand right now. Whoa, where are we right now? <laughs> <laughs> and what a, year is it? it? Holy crap. I know that people are saying that that is going to be the next thing. Web3 is going to be it. Every company is going to be doing Web3. And now a bunch of years later or a few years later. No one's doing Web3. Right. No one even knows what Web3 means. Exactly. I know that there's always this fad that's coming and going in tech. But I do believe, and I will say it right now, I do believe that AI is going to be everywhere. It is not like Web3. Although Web3 might still be everywhere eventually, I'm not sure. Who knows? <laughs> but I do know about AI, and I think that it's going to happen really, really, really quickly. It has already happened really, really quickly. Right? November 2022, I believe, is when ChatGPT came out. And now everyone, all of these huge tech companies are like, we have to get our own large language model. And then if they don't have your Microsoft, you just buy OpenAI, or you make a huge investment into OpenAI. So, but then Google's Bard, right? And from what I've heard, I've never used it, but from what I've heard, Google Bard is like really, really good. Not the one that you and I use, but like the one. The real one? Yeah, the real one that they have in Google without the bumpers on. <laughs> wow, you get to bowl however you want. Yeah. And then Llama at Meta, I think that's supposed to be pretty good as well. But I don't know. I think that AI is going to be the future and I am excited to dig into those reports for y'all and we will see what comes out of that. Break it down. Yeah, definitely. And before you go, if you would like to receive a free weekly newsletter straight to your inbox every week on different degree-free tips, degree-free ways that you can get a job without a college degree, go to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. If you would like to connect with Hannah and myself on LinkedIn, links to our LinkedIn and everything that we talked about will be in the show notes, degreefree.co forward slash podcast. And that's pretty much it for this week, guys. Until next week, aloha.